What's doing, everybody? Today is Thursday, June 22nd. Hunter Biden avoids jail time for felony gun charges, but he secures that title as deadbeat dad. Meanwhile, a dad in Ohio executes his three sons. The 911 tape is horrifying. Also today, we're going to cover Riley Gaines, who put on an absolute clinic at a Senate hearing involving men playing in women's sports. And at the end of today's program, I'm going to make a major guest announcement coming your way. I'm Alec Lace. This is The Alec Lace Show. What's doing, everybody? I'm Alec Lace, and for the last five years, I've hosted an award-winning podcast called First Class Fatherhood. For the most part, I've done my best to keep politics out of the conversation, but I cannot do that anymore. That is why I've decided to launch a new show, The Alec Lace Show. So hit the follow button, and let's preserve, protect, and fight for the American family together. The future is family. Welcome, everybody, to The Alec Lay Show. I am happy and honored, as always, to be here with you. If you guys are watching live on Rumble, share this with as many people as you can. We'll try to get some more people into the live. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please hit me with that rating review. really helps to boost this new show up in the ratings. I really am grateful for all of you out there who have supported the show early on here. Uh, I pray that I can give you guys uh, the best possible content. Uh, Please hit me with comments, what you'd like to see on the show here. I do have a major, major guest announcement. Uh, Somebody will be joining me here on the Alec Lace Show next week. You're going to be blown away. I'm going to make the announcement right at the end of today's program, so stay tuned for that. Also, today's broadcast being brought to you by MyPillow. They are about to have a blowout July 4th sale, 4th of July sale, but you can save even more right now over at MyPillow.com using the promo code FATHERHOOD, uh, so you're going to get extra savings, and they, Mike Lindell is gearing up uh, for a huge, huge 4th of July sale, so take advantage of that, use the promo code FATHERHOOD at MyPillow.com and save even more. All right, a few stories I wanted to touch on here. One of them, obviously, the main story this week that's been trending all over the news is Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden gets away with felony gun charges. He's going to do zero time uh, for that, for some tax problems as well, but mainly for this gun charge where anybody else in America, any American citizen charged with this felony gun charge that he got hit with would automatically be serving some sort of time. And there are people that are crying out about this saying, hey, wait a minute, I did the exact same thing as him, but I'm serving time. Why isn't he? Well, obviously, uh, you get some benefits being the president's son, there's no doubt. And since Uh, The Biden family is very highly connected. It's no surprise that he's not seeing any time. I don't know if any any of the experts really expected him to see time. Maybe some of the wishful thinking on the side of the conservatives that maybe it would happen. We know that there's a, what do they call it, a two-tier justice system. They're looking to to send Trump to to prison for 500 years for having boxes of documents in his house while Biden had the same type of documents in his house. So we, we see the back and forth that goes on. But Hunter Biden was able to get away without being uh, doing any jail time. I didn't really uh, expect that to happen. He should do the jail time, absolutely. You do the crime, you pay the time. That's the way it should be. But uh, he is going to get the, the, you know, the benefits for being who he is and his last name being Biden. Now, somebody that doesn't have that last name, Biden, is his own daughter. And that's really one of the, what, what I wanted to cover because the same day that he got away scot-free with these felony gun charges, he also wins a major, major 
child support case the same day that this whole thing went down. So he was paying $20,000 in child support to London Roberts, who is the mother of his daughter, Navy Joan Roberts. Obviously has the last name of the mother because Hunter Biden dropped her like a hot potato. He wants nothing to do with his own daughter. So he was paying $20,000 a month in child support, but was crying poverty. I, I don't have the money to keep up these payments. Uh, he makes his plea deal. And obviously, you know, the guy's flying around in private jets. He's the son of the president of the United States. They made a ton of money in whatever dealings that you want to say, illegal, legal. He's made a ton of money, but he's crying poverty here. And he wins this can now, there could not be a more corrupt system in this country than the family court system which always, always goes against uh, the dads. There's no doubt about it. I've dedicated five years interviewing dads from all walks of life, and I've gotten emails from thousands of dads over the last five years. So many of them are involved with dads that have gotten raked over the coals in the family court system. And here comes Hunter Biden, comes away and earns that title of deadbeat dad, which is really the only title that he really wants when it comes to his daughter, Navy. So he now, you know, I actually, I was just on uh, with Carl Higby on Newsmax talking about this very issue on Carl Higby Frontline. So here, take a, take a look at this real quick. We're going to talk about it. Joining me now, Alec Lace, author of First Class Fatherhood himself. Alec, we appreciate you coming in today. You and I have been having this conversation for the better part of five years. It's finally being metrically proven through crime, stat, crime stats, but also there's groups of dads contributing more to schools, contributing more to their communities, and it's working. Why did nobody see this coming? Yeah, we're recognizing it now more, but it's the root cause of the, all the trouble that we're seeing in these crime-filled communities. You see a community that's got a lot of crime, you're going to see a community that has no fathers in the home. And you know, Hunter Biden is the guy trending right now, yeah. and you would think his daughter would be celebrating today. But oh, no, no, she won't see her dad because he dropped her like a wet towel. So there's another guy that's contributing to this crisis that's in our country, these dads that don't show up. Another part of that is the corrupt family court system that pulls a lot of dads away from their families. We see this law that happened out in California where now if you don't affirm your child's gender, yep. they're going to take your kid away. So that's going to contribute. But parents are fighting back. They are stepping up. And they realize that if we don't do something about this, none of this other stuff will going to matter. It's really the root cause of all the trouble yeah. we're seeing in society. Well, you know, just before we went on, we were talking about the court system and how it almost universally sides with the mother for custody and things like that. Fathers are stripped. I know I went through a custody battle myself. How is that attributing to that? I mean, how much do you think of this, these kids that are being ripped away from their fathers is on account of the court system? A lot of it is. And that's the email I get the most in my inbox every week is from a dad pouring his heart out about how he's trying to fight. He's going broke, all trying to get just some piece of custody for his kids. And it is a big problem. Right now, how many of you dads are out there that are paying way more child support than you could actually afford? But here's a guy that can afford it and he's paying. He, he got 75 percent slashed. So three quarters of what he was paying got cut down and he won the right to not have to have his daughter use his last name. So he totally cuts off connection with his own daughter. He made the decision to, uh, to make the sex with this London Roberts, but he doesn't want to live up to the consequences here. He doesn't want to be involved in the girl's life. In fact, his mom, Jill Biden, wrote a children's book in which she dedicated the book to all of her grandkids and she names them all in the book. But there's one she doesn't name, and that's Navy Joan Roberts. She doesn't even mention her in the book because she doesn't consider her a granddaughter, the same way as Joe Biden doesn't consider that to be one of his grandchildren. Now, they also put up uh, stockings at the White House uh, for all of the grandkids, except, and they even put up a stocking for the dog. 
but they did not put up a stocking for Navy Joan. So the Biden family has totally cut her off completely, wants nothing to do with her. Yet, this is the same president that tells you there's no such thing as somebody else's kid, except this kid, except this one right here, which Hunter Biden has totally cut off. And so now uh, she will grow up without her father. And imagine this, her father, her grandfather is the president of the United States and the family wants absolutely nothing uh, to do with her. And how sad is that? But it's just another one of these things. And I talk about it a lot extensively, just like I was talking about it there with Carl Higby, and that is the family court system. It is very, very corrupt in this country. And you talk about wanting to uh, reimagine or uh, defund something, and it should be the family court system. And it's not to take anything away, and I make this stipulation all the time from single moms that are out there, but the family court system is uh, heavily, heavily tilted against dads in this country. And so many good dads are out there that are fighting, going broke, trying to get a little piece of custody with their kids. Dads are so important in their kids' lives. I, I, I harp on it all the time. I think it's the number one social issue we have going on in our country is the fact that fathers have been taken out of the home and they are not involved in their kids' life. And the statistics are all there to back this entire thing up. Every single major category that you want to look at, you want to talk about, it all correlates back to having no father in the home, no father figure, no father presence in the life, particularly of young men. Young men, The young men, the people that are committing the most crime in this country Country, by far, by far, are young men that grew up without a father in the home. And it's not even close. It's not even like there's a second category. It's it, it, They are filling up the prison systems in this country with that one particular type of character. And it's so important. And that's why I think something needs to be drastically done in the family court system, because that is a big part of the problem. And again, it's not to take something away from single moms. I always make the stipulation that not every kid that grows up without a father in the home is going to end up in prison, but 85% of the youths in prison do come from fatherless homes. But anyway, here comes another girl that's going to add to the fatherless crisis in the country, or here comes another dad, I should say, that's going to add to it by just walking away and not being there. He's going to be there uh, at a distance with some financial support and nothing more than that. So uh, I thought that was uh, the, the bigger news to me, that the fact that he didn't get any uh, time for the felony charge, for the gun charge, uh, and now they're going to just say, okay, we dealt with that, so get it out of the way. Nothing happened with the Hunter Biden laptop, which was a big story that's been trending. So obviously the Bidens are getting covered up. They're going to get away with whatever they want. We've seen that. We've seen, him, we've seen Joe Biden get away with that when he did the uh, uh, quid pro quo. Uh, over in Ukraine. He's caught on tape. Uh, I ain't giving you the money unless you fired his prosecutor. The prosecutor got fired. He gave him the money. I mean, we heard that tape. We've seen him talk about it. They get away with it. It's corrupt. Uh, but there goes Hunter Biden adding to the pool of deadbeat dads. Now, this here is the story here that I can't really uh, wrap my head around. And because I do advocate so much for fatherhood and fathers being involved, this story blows my mind here. This guy, Chad Do- Dorman, in Ohio, lines up and executes his three sons. Here's a dad that is involved in his kids' lives. He has three sons and a stepdaughter. He shoots them and kills them all. There's a a video about this when the cops take this guy into custody and they just released the 911 tape. But take a look real quick here. This is them apprehending this guy, Chad Dorman. Stand up! Stand up! Stand up now! Stand up! Stand the fuck up! Stand 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 up! Stand
your hand. And here is the 911 tape. Um, I am, I'm, uh, there's a girl uh, running down the street next her stepfather and killing everyone in her family. Um, it's on the corner of uh, where there's a body shop in the fire department. Do you know what road this is? Okay, what's your name? Give me into the fire department. What's your name? My, do you know what road this is? Laura Lindell Road. It's Laura Lindell Road. Okay, and what did the female say to you? And she says that her stepfather is killing everybody in her house. I did. I'm call I'm on the phone with them right now. Did she say how or what was happening? I asked her I asked her to get in the car with me and she said she couldn't leave her family. But she I think she ran to the fire department. So she went to the fire station. What did she look like? She's a, a she, she's probably a young teenager, probably like 50, uh, six, 16, maybe, with long blonde hair. Um, and they, she has a black dog. All right, the stepdaughter has escaped, uh, and the the mom of the of the kids was shot in the hand. He didn't he didn't execute her for whatever reason. He was just I I I cannot understand why in the world something like this could happen where this is a guy that was posting uh, pictures of his three boys on Facebook. He, you know, I, they, they did interview a neighbor that said that this guy was constantly yelling at his kids. Richard Kincannon tells me Chad Dorman had a temper. He told me he witnessed him often treating his wife and kids poorly. You felt like he, he was just angry, generally speaking. He was every day. Heard him. There wasn't a day he didn't yell at his wife and kids out there. What would he yell all kinds of shit. He was just angry, yelling at her all the time, treating her like yeah, yelling at the at the at the wife. But I mean, I don't know. It could this could be also be neighbors that hated one another for, for whatever reasons. I don't, who knows what the real story is. But I just I cannot understand how this could happen. Now we did see people on Twitter going crazy about this, and of course blaming it on the guns itself, not the person. So here's one here from this uh, K-12 school shooting database: a good parent with a gun. That good parent turns bad in an instant when he lined up his three kids, three, four, and seven years old, and executed them with a rifle. So they, he makes a point here to say Ohio does not require background checks on private gun sales. So here we're going to blame the gun instead of blaming this lunatic that actually opens fire and shoots his kids and executes them. So we have seen this before and it's the parents that kill their children to me I, I i don't know i have there's there's no explanation other than just pure evil exists in the world but they say okay the gun problem we remember the story of chris watts who was covered on netflix and they made a huge documentary about it this guy chris watts murdered his pregnant wife and his two daughters that were four years old and three years old he didn't use a gun he strangled them to death Right, So it wasn't like if the guy didn't have the gun, he couldn't have accomplished this. Especially uh, this guy, Chad Dorman's kids were three, four, and seven. 
They're completely defenseless. So it, that was just happened to be the style that he chose to kill kill his own kids. It's it's just wild to see something like that, and I, it just blows my mind because here I am. I'm constantly advocating for dads to be involved in their their kids' lives. Here's a dad that's involved in his kids' lives, and he takes their life away. He gets twenty million dollar bail. Uh, that's what they, they they posted it as, and, and he's in court. Crime. I mean, I, now of course they it's been pointed out too. Oh, it's a white guy. Uh, so this is a white thing. It became a race thing. Well, just three months ago, this lunatic Charles Slacks murdered his three kids and then killed himself. All right. So it's, this isn't a race thing. Uh, this isn't a gun thing. This is just a evil person thing. There, there is a battle of good and evil going on in this planet. Uh, and, and it's got to be at equal forces, just like there's an equal amount of light, an equal amount of darkness. Uh, there, there, you, there's good and bad, uh, wet and dry. Everything has its polar opposites like that, the yin and the yang. And it's just, boy, when you see evil like this, it really, uh, it really makes you wonder and question everything. And I know if you if you ever read William Blake, one of the statements, uh, one one of the pieces that I that comes to my mind when I was when I think about this, when there's evil people like Chad Dorman, William Blake he once said that I don't consider the just or the wicked to be in a supreme state, but all of them states of the sleep which the soul falls into in its deadly dreams of good and evil, leaving paradise following the serpent. And it just seems like there's these states of good and evil that you can fall into and out of. And I think that you really like what what is it? What in it possesses somebody to snap like this and do something like that? Like it's like you think you know somebody, but, it, it, you know, good people are capable of evil and evil people are capable of good. And it's just so wild that you never know what's really going on with people out there. That's why one of the things I tell my kids is leave people alone out there. You never know what people are, are, are going through, what's going on in their minds. But there is nothing that can explain how this guy could actually just murder his three children. So my heart and, and prayers really go out to the family. I don't know how, especially the stepdaughter, uh, how in the world do you move on from something like that? It's just so horrifying to even think about. And... Uh, it's 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 so very sad. So I I wanted to just you know voice my opinion about it, just because fatherhood is something that I I spend a good portion of my life talking about, and I have zero explanations for any of this. And I just was um just so sad and to see something like that. And this guy did this right before Father's Day. Uh, so uh, I'm curious to see if they can you know we always wonder why. I mean that's the question everyone wants to know why. Why would you do something like this? Uh, and I don't think there is an explanation that would be uh, justified. So. It's just very sad. So let me move on to another story here. This was Riley Gaines, who is the swimmer from Kentucky, who has been battling and standing up for women's rights, basically, about men getting involved in competing against women in sports, which I, which is another thing where it just boggles my mind that we're even having these conversations, but we have to have them because there's a strong force out there that seems to think this is a good thing to do. And they are allowing men to be in the same locker room with these women, especially when it's a sports like this with swimming. And this was all, obviously a lot of this revolves around this Leah Thompson, uh, Leah Thomas, who was uh, swimming at university of Penn, and uh, Riley Gaines has become a big advocate for this. Well, there was a Senate hearing, a, a Senate meeting about this, and uh, she really went after, I mean, she really hammered away her points on why this is so ridiculous. I want you to watch this exchange uh, between her and Kelly Robinson, who is the president of the Human Rights Campaign, something like that. But watch this exchange. I thought it was brilliant. 
don't some that are shorter. that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a, a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think. How, how, how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She is stronger James, than that. What's your experience, Ben? Male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week without trying. Right, and what she's referring to there, what Riley is referring to there is the 203rd ranked men's tennis player, Karsten Brach. He beat Serena Williams and Venus Williams back-to-back. He beat them. And so even Serena Williams herself was asked about if she could compete against men, a male tennis player. Here's what she had to say just a few years ago when asked about this. Actually, it's funny because Andy Murray, he oh, he was been joking about um, myself and him playing a match. And I'm like, Andy, seriously, like, are you kidding me? Because for me, tennis and men's tennis and women's tennis are completely almost two separate sports. So I'm like, if I were to play Andy Murray, I would lose 6-0, 6-0 and five to six minutes, maybe 10 minutes, because, no, it's true, it's true, it's a completely, it's a completely different sport, the men are a lot faster, and me, and um, they, they get, they serve harder, they hit harder, it's just a different game, and I love to play women's tennis, and I, I only want to play girls, because I don't want to be embarrassed, I would not do the tour, I wouldn't do Billie Jean any justice, so Andy, stop it, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna let you kill me. of course, because this is ridiculous. So there she is just saying, I, I would lo- would love to have them bring that clip into the Senate hearing. Would have been uh, like, oh, really? So what do you think of this now? But Riley handled it perfectly. She did tweet about this, and I'm going to put this tweet up on the board uh, because there was the one from Harvard sharing a message to the swim team there saying, hey, you know, pretty much just deal with it. I'll put the, the message from Harvard up and just a little piece of this here is uh, Leah has been incredibly transparent and is abiding by all NCAA rules. This is a fact, right? So this was a letter to all of the swimmers. So Riley interprets this, and here's her tweet saying, basically what this is saying is, let me divert your attention from inherently feeling like something is wrong by asking you to focus on how great Leah has been. Let me emotionally blackmail you into accepting mistreatment because otherwise you are complicit in a potential death. Whew. Yeah, Riley Gaines was on fire yesterday, and it's just, again, why are we wasting taxpayer money and time on such a stupid issue, uh, something that is so bizarre that the, that the left is fighting for? And to be honest with you, uh, the only place I see these people are on TV. I, I work with many uh, diverse group of people, left-wing, Democrat people, and whenever I, we start talking about this, I've never heard anyone say they think it's a good idea for men to play against women in sports. I never hear anybody say they think it's a good idea for a man pretending to be a woman should be able to share the same locker room as women. So I don't know where these fringe people of society are. I mean, there are so few and far between. Why are we wasting time on this?
You're not allowed to come into the women's room if, if, if you're a man. That's it. You're not allowed to play against women if you're a man. Why are we even going any further than this? These people that think it's a good idea, just shut up. There's no reason to even entertain such a crazy thought. But here we are, spending the taxpayer money on all this nonsense. And speaking of uh, you know the, the craziness of this, there is a law in Michigan that they're trying to pass where they're basically going to make hate speech a crime where you have to do time in prison. The Michigan Democratic Legislature is pushing through a bill that will make hate speech a hate crime punishable by $10,000 and up to five years in prison. Under this new law, something as simple as a preacher speaking their beliefs or parents attending a school board meeting and stating opposition as a hate crime. This new law would open the door for Democrat AG to prosecute anyone she believes is offensive to her beliefs. What happened to the First Amendment? What happened to the First Amendment is right. So now you could see exactly where this is going. Just like we've seen this law out in California that's, that they're trying to slam through, that if you don't affirm your child's gender, they're going to take your child away from you. Well, here comes one now. If you use the wrong pronouns, that's going to be offensive. That's going to be considered hate speech. So if you disagree with somebody now and voice the opposite opinion, now they're going to fine you $5,000 and you may face, I'm sorry, $10,000 and up to a five year five years in prison. This is all going one way. If you see the pattern of everything that's happening here, it's all going in one direction. And it's all against freedom. It's all against America. It's all un-American, anti-American, however you want to look at it. That's what's going down in this country right now when they're trying to slam through laws that go right against the First Amendment. Your right to speech. Your right to speak. So now you, you, have a, you, you voice your opinion. They don't like it. Boom. Now you're, gonna, now you're facing some serious problems. And that's where all this stuff is headed. All right. Uh, those are the stories. Now, I wanted to tell you guys, I have got an absolute tremendous guest that will be joining me here on the Alec Lace Show next week on Thursday. So make sure you come on next week. Next week, I'll be up live on Tuesday. I got a great guest lined up for Tuesday. Follow me on social to find out about that. I want to make sure I lock that in before I make the announcement. Uh, but once I do, I'll put that one up on social media. So follow me over there at the Alec Lace Show. But next week, Joining me on Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can find it right here on Rumble, will be Kerry Lake, who was uh, one of the front runners to be the vice president for uh, Donald Trump if he decides to uh, pick her. If you go to the Vegas odds, she's right up there in the running. But boy, it will be an honor to have her here on the Alec Lace Show. So make sure you bring it right back here to to watch my conversation with Kerry Lake. It'll be here Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Eastern Standard Time on Rumble. You can catch it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening to the show. Again, if you're enjoying the broadcast, please hit me with a rating or review wherever you're listening. If you're over here on Rumble, please share this. Let's try to get as many people onto these lives as possible to try to build up the show, build up the presence. I really appreciate all those who have been supporting me, supporting the show, supporting First Class Fatherhood. Uh, and get over to First Class Fatherhood. Got some awesome things going on over there as well. Again, today I'm being brought to you by My Pillow. Get over to My Pillow and use the promo code Fatherhood. Mike Lindell is getting set to have an, a historical blowout sale for the Fourth of July. So make sure you get over there, get in on the savings, and use the promo code Fatherhood to take advantage of all the offers and save all the money that you can. 
All right, that's it for today. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Don't forget to bring it back here on Tuesday. Follow me on social media at The Alec Lace Show on Instagram, at Alec Lace on Twitter, and The Alec Lace Show on Facebook. I will be making the announcement for Tuesday's guest. But again, next week, Thursday, Kerry Lake right here on The Alec Lace Show. So God bless all you parents out there. God bless all you listeners. God bless America. God bless our veterans and our military. And I will catch you next week.